Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. It's great to be here with you this morning. You know, the fall is coming to East Texas and it just feels so good. I don't know, there's something magical about fall. Maybe it's Halloween, pumpkins, whatever, but it's always so refreshing to have that cool weather back in our in our part of the country. So wherever you are, I hope you're enjoying the day because it's going to be a great one. You know, Second Wind is about those times in our lives when we need a an extra push. We maybe are going through major changes in our life, or we're just trying to regroup and reorganize our life in some way. Maybe because of a result of a major change, or maybe just because we want a fresh start. So most of my interviews, most of the wonderful people that I do interview, bring you information that is so full of great, helpful ideas that you can implement in your life today. So before we start with our guest, I want you to get your cup of coffee, as always, your cup of coffee, cup of tea, whatever is your choice. Find your favorite chair and sit back and relax today. Get a pen and pencil because you're going to want it on this, this talk for sure. I don't know about your growing up years, but my growing up years were pretty much uh, what my parents did. I shaped a lot of my life, as we all do, in those very early years, not only with our likes and dislikes, our values and our beliefs about the world, but also we're going to talk about today some of those financial beliefs that we also acquired. In my family, we really didn't talk very much about money. Uh, It was just kind of a subject that we didn't talk about. My father was a a blue-collar worker, and so we... um, We lived well, but we didn't live extra uh, fluently. We had, uh, there were times when I heard budget, 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 save the money. And so all of those went into my brain and were, are guiding my life even today. So our guest today has written a book and is an authority in this subject. It's about money. And when I first 
uh, met her at the E-Women's Conference in Dallas this year, I was really excited because I think this is one of the areas that we as women, not just not just the women, but I will say women are less likely to be comfortable with money, in my opinion, because they haven't taken the lead in many of our couple relationships. In marriages, men normally take that lead. And so there are probably more women that um, deal with financial um trauma or stress, I would say, in their life, and particularly if they go through a divorce or they uh, are widowed in their life. So today when I, uh, so as I say, when I met uh, Tanya at Gilday, Tanya Gilday at uh, E-Women's, I was thrilled to find her. Now, Tanya is a financial planner and she is a writer. And she has written this awesome book that she calls a graduate's guide to money. But we're all graduating something, aren't we? I think she was referring to the graduate that comes from high school to college or college to adult life. But I was so interested for the graduates of life that are faced with managing their own financial picture. So she's very open about her money mistakes that she made in her early 20s and 30s and that they were some of the basics, bases for her financial um, information and how she has grown as her own financial and now is a financial planner helping not only her children, of which she has four, who are now adults. But also, she has written this book to help women through their financial struggles and letting us know that they do not have to stay as struggles. It's a matter of educating ourselves and growing and knowing that we have just, we have the ability to become our own financial managers. So Tanya, I want to welcome you today because I am so excited about you being here. (laughs) Thank you so much, Joyce. I'm really excited to talk with you today too. Well, you know, when we first met at eWomen's, I was really excited to see that you had put all this into a book. And that was primarily why you were there at the E-women's, I guess maybe you wanted to be there for some of the other benefits, but um, how was it that you came to the to the decision that you needed to write a book about this? Money. Well, the, the initial impetus, um, I started my career as a financial planner about nine years ago. Right. And during the course of, you know, my integration into that industry, um, I just, I came to realize how little I knew about the topic, mm-hmm. how many mistakes I had made, um, you know, in my 20s and 30s and thought, boy, if I had known this, 
you know, when I started my career, um, I would be in a much different financial position than I am now. I would have right. had a better plan. I would have made some different decisions. I would have um, framed my own beliefs around money and my ability to manage it much differently than I did, you know, just kind of bumbling and stumbling along. Right. And as you mentioned, I do have two kids in college. So I really wanted to find a good way to pour the knowledge and experience that I had gained um, kind of into their heads. And it's, yes. it's tough to do on a day-to-day basis. Right. And I thought, well, I've always wanted to be a writer, so there you go. Let's just write it all down, and, and not only can they have it, but other people uh, can have it as well. Right. Well, I, there's such a big audience for your book. It's not just the student, as I said. It's for anybody, and I'm particularly thinking of many women that haven't had the financial training. It just tends to be more of a man's game. Am I kind of on the right track with that? It's it's how I feel. Do you see it developing this way? Um, absolutely. I do a lot of networking with women, and more and more of them um, express to me how much they need the book in their yeah. 40s, 50s, and 60s because mm-hmm. they have been in a traditional relationship where the man is kind of the primary breadwinner. He takes care of the big money decisions. You know, maybe mm-hmm. she has a you know, sort of her budget for running the house or whatever. Um, but a lot of times women um, push to the side a little bit in, in a relationship and not um, having take the reins of the right. money management or even an equal partner in making some of those decisions, <clears throat> excuse me, in developing the strategies and the plan. And then, right. you know, you get to 40, 50, you've not had the responsibility, and then for whatever reason you find yourself single, and mm-hmm. now you are forced into it. And that is a scary, scary place to be when you have not um, had the background in having to deal with it. And all of a sudden, you know, there you go, it's dropped in your lap. So I do hear a lot of women. It's funny because they they say, well, I want you to write a book for me. And I said, well, I did. (laughs) Just grab this book, The Graduate's Guide to Money. You're graduating from being dependent financially to being Mm -hmm. independent. You can do that at any age and you do not need a diploma or a graduation cap or ceremony, you know, to embrace that. This is basic money information for anyone, any age. So, um, you know, grab a hold of it and, and I promise you will learn something. You will see something in a different light, um, you know, as you explore the topic. Yeah. Well, I laughed in the book when you said something about your, you wrote the book for your children, but then the funnel didn't work. And so you decided you <laughs> would write the book and maybe they would listen to you that way. That's the typical mother's story. You know, it always comes better from somebody else. <laughs> but I think you well, probably- it's a lot to absorb. Yes. Right. It's a lot to absorb too. So, um, you know, having it, This is a book that can be read cover to cover, certainly, but it's also a reference so that when things are relevant, you can go back. You know, not everybody needs to learn how to buy a house today, but sometime you might, and then you can pick it up and like, oh, here's how it works and what I need to think about and, you know, and tune into the topics as they become more important to your situation. Right. 
Well, when we come back from break, I do want us to talk a little bit about your money story, because uh, that's an important story that I alluded to in the very beginning of the interview, just what my money story was. And I don't really think it's very that uncommon for a lot of people. So the money story starts in our tiny, tiny young ages, and uh, then it shapes us in our adult life. So when we come back, let's talk a little bit about what you refer to as the money story. So we'll be back shortly. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Then join us for Sex Talk with Lou with your host, Lou Paget on TogiNet Wednesday nights, 9, 8 central. Do you want to recreate a truly connected relationship or wonder, how do I tell my kids about things? Join Lou Paget, one of the world's best-selling authors in the field of sexuality, a certified sex educator and sought-after expert for all media and her renowned expert guests as they discuss anything and everything about sex that impacts our lives and our families' lives. For more on Lou, check out her website, loupaget.com. This is the show where the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health can finally give you the answer to that question. Join us for Sex Talk with Lou with your host, Lou Paget, Wednesday nights at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. This is God in Country, the collision of faith and politics, hosted by nationally known speaker, Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical Rev. Dr. Sean is a proud military veteran, former law enforcement officer, and founder of the internationally regarded Executive Protection Team. Dr. Sean holds a bachelor's degree in biblical counseling and master's and doctorate degrees in theology and is currently pursuing a doctorate in ministry with a Hebrew worldview focus. Through his counseling, elite life coaching, and national speaking, this ninja pastor tells it like it is. This series is biblically and politically engaged with the pedal to the metal. Join host and author of the acclaimed yet controversial book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America, Dr. Sean Michael Greener, every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on this radio network. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Welcome, welcome. I want to tell you another funny joke. You know how I kind of mess up those names every once in a while. Well, I did it again with Tana. And it is Tana Gilday. I think I changed it to Tanya. But uh, we are talking with Tana today. So, Tana, this is Joy. Yay! Yay, she did it. <laughs> so, I alert, alluded before the break about the money story, which is 
very unique to each one of us, but in some ways it's very you they're the same things that go on in a lot of families. So could you tell us a little bit about how you came up with this idea of talking about the money story? Well, we're all, um, you know, born into this world, kind of this this blank um, slate. And as we, you know, roll through life, I kind of think of us as like a little sticky sucker. And you just kind of, you roll around the ground uh, through your life and you're just picking up stuff. And you don't necessarily understand it, don't know exactly what it is. You don't know if it's good or bad. You just, stuff is sort of sticking in your brain. Um, and those things are the conversations you heard between mom and dad about money. Did they fight about money? Was money plentiful or was the commentary, you know, it's impossible to make a buck. It's hard to get ahead. You just can't win. You know, the blue collar guy loses. Um, You know, those types of messages. Was it rich people are greedy and crooks? Yeah. Um, How did they talk about people who had wealth, material Mm -hmm. wealth, and how did Mm -hmm. they speak about people who didn't? Uh, And that's really all of the adults in your life, the teachers, the people that you interacted with, your church uh, folks were their sermons about the evils of having money versus the abundance of, um, you know, prosperity and your ability to get it. It's also for women, I think, a lot of times we are not really socialized to be the providers financially. So True. if when you spoke up uh, about maybe earning money and you were ridiculed, like that's not your job, sweetie, that's for your husband, you mm-hmm. aren't able to earn a living, um, oh, you will not be a good money manager, that's for your husband, Um mm-hmm. We pick up that stuff. Even if we don't necessarily understand it, it gets crammed in with everything else. And then uh, where we sense those things is kind of in our, in our gut when we think about money. Do we, does it clench? Does it, do you feel embarrassed? Do you feel shamed? Do you feel confident um, when you think about money? So all of those Things, um, you know, the way that you feel about money and your ability to earn money, save money, manage money, accumulate money, uh, those, those messages are buried in there, and, and they mm-hmm. all form your money story. So even right. though everybody has a lot of these same things, your unique experience is going to be different than mine because you just heard different things than I did. Yes, Right. Yeah, so you felt that it was very important that we get comfortable with our money story, and I like that you named it a story, because it is a story, and it's a story we can change, right? Absolutely. Stories have a beginning, a middle, and an end, and right now we are all in the middle. That means Mm -hmm. we can become aware of of what our beginning story was, and now we can make conscious decisions to impact our middle, which will ultimately change the ending. So if you came into this your situation believing, I'm not really capable of earning money, I'm not Mm -hmm. really capable of managing money, 
And mm-hmm. that is sort of the story that you have, have heard up to this this point in time, suddenly becoming aware of that and then Mm -hmm. questioning that. Is that true? Who told me that? Mm -hmm. Why did they believe that? And you can reject it. You can say that might have been true back then. It's not true now. That might have been true for someone else that my mother knew, my father knew, my preacher knew, but it Mm -hmm. does not need to be true for me today. And then, you know, you kick those beliefs to the curb and you take on a new belief that says, you know what, this is the land of opportunity. Now is the greatest time in the history of the world to be a woman and to be financially independent. Mm -hmm. The greatest time in the history of the world to be a woman to take control of your own destiny, and to write your own ending. I mean, if you think about that, not <laughs> yeah. only the history of the world, but the history right now, the best place in the world is to be in the U.S. right now as a woman. That's really powerful, and you need to embrace that belief. Now is the time, and you are very capable. Uh, opportunity is everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, consciously, I think we can we can read that and we can like that idea and we can say that's possible. But how do we go in and change the unconscious? Have you done well, much of that work? Is, well, what you need to do is really is really dig into those stories. So, uh-huh. you know, women are very emotional, and we feel mm-hmm. things in our belly. So if you sit quietly and think about money, think about mm-hmm. having it, think about earning it, and, and pay attention to the feelings that you are getting in your belly, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. whether those are, you know, feelings of fear, of um, incompetence, whether you're nervous, whether you're anxious, Whatever it is that you're feeling, and typically those will be kind of negative if you don't have a great uh, story with money. Right. And then you need to sit with those feelings and think back, when is a time that I felt this feeling about money? And mm-hmm. start remembering stories. Oh, gosh, I was in the kitchen and I overheard mom and dad talking in the other room and my mom went to get a job and my dad was saying that she was crazy and there was no way she could earn money and, you know, blah, 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 whatever the Mm -hmm. story was. And then try Mm -hmm. to keep going back. What was another story? What is another story? Because these are all puzzle pieces that -hmm. will help you put together this puzzle that is your money story. And by uncovering what is that belief, my dad telling my mom she was incapable of earning money, how did that impact me? Did that make me associate with her because I'm a female? Uh, Did I want to reject that because I didn't like my dad or didn't like those ideas? You know, whatever your reaction to that story was is a piece of the puzzle. So it's really about... um, being okay with a little bit of discomfort as mm-hmm. we probe the feelings that are stored in our body. So when right. you when you just say it's okay to feel this uncomfortableness, let me remember when I felt that a different time mm-hmm. and really get down because that's the first 
step of let's just even figure out where the feelings are coming from. Yes. And now I will say I'm not a therapist. My book is not about therapy. Right. Sometimes this stuff can be really overwhelming. And if you mm-hmm. are in a situation where that is overwhelming, you know, there are therapists, there are support groups. You know, I really encourage people to, to seek out professional help if, if emotional things are overwhelming. Right. Uh, to anybody listening, I, I want to, that is important because I'm, you know, what I'm trying to do is understand what's creating the feelings and then we go forward and change them, take right. the power to change them going forward. Well, I think that's the, the common step, whether you're talking about to, the common step is to understand and go back and identify those different situations that affected you so powerfully in your earlier days. That's whether you're talking about money or you're talking about your self-esteem or you're talking about I'm not lovable all of those situations, you can go back and remember situations that caused you or almost set you up for that belief. So I think that's pretty general in um, yeah. people going back and working on themselves. You know, one of the things that came up that I I find in many um relationships particularly the marriage relationship is that in my in my home my mother would buy and say don't tell daddy about this so there was this little uh secrecy around money that can't be good can it absolutely <laughs> and that that happens a lot and then that what unconsciously that says is I did something wrong. I did something yeah. bad. And yeah. and so then, even though you may not be thinking that as a child, you may be thinking, oh, I'm in on mom's secret. Um, mm-hmm. You know, subconsciously, there's still this thing of like, hmm, something, you know, we, we might get in trouble if, right. um, you know, if dad finds out about this. So then you've just put this whole secrecy and shame and anxiety um, about being in trouble. And so now you've associated all those kind of things with money and with spending. Right. So, um, you know, the thing to keep in mind about all this, because you're so right, all of these, you know, emotional situations, excuse me, situations that we encounter, whether it is about our weight or our self-esteem or our abilities and talents, all of those things are emotional because mm-hmm. it's all energy. Mm-hmm. We're all exchanging energy on a daily yes. basis. You know, with your mom, it was that energy of secret. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be an energy of anger if dad was going to yell at mom when he found out about the spending. Um, right. and, and so it's all, of, all this energy exchange, and that's all money really is. Right. It's, it's an exchange of energy. I put forth some energy to create a product or service, and mm-hmm. you give me some energy in the form of money to acquire my energy back for the energy that you created to obtain the money. So we're all still just exchanging Whoa, energy. Whoa, Tana, we're going to a break. 
Excuse me. Are you fascinated by the stories behind the stories, the people behind their masks, the truth about people's failures and redemptions in both their business and personal lives? Then Off the Record Secrets of with host Judy Schreiner is for you. It's people's secrets that make them interesting, but very few folks are willing to reveal them unless they trust that their information will be treated with accuracy, fairness, and respect. People have been entrusting their secrets to longtime business journalist Judy Schreiner for the last 25 years, and now she's bringing her expertise and impressive contact list. Tune in and call in as host Judy Schreiner talks to guests off the record as they reveal new secrets each Tuesday at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the Million Dollar Mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Togenet.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Now, Tanya was talking about uh, the story and talking about, we had talked about the, um, the secrecy that many women have about their money. Um, I know many friends that are in relationships, married primarily, that have their secret credit cards, that um, do their own special buying without supervision. And, um, Tanya, you were telling me something about what that sets us up for when we do that type of money management. Yeah, um, you know, that creates the secret. And we all know that secrets have a lot of energy and a lot of power um, over us. So we spend an an enormous amount of energy um, trying to keep the secret. We carry around feelings of guilt and shame because of the secret. And Mm -hmm. then all of those negative emotional feelings get attached to money. So now when we're thinking of money, the feeling that we get is shame, is guilt, is, you know, potentially fear that someone's going to find out. Um, Mm -hmm. And we know that secrets are so, so disruptive um, Mm. to our health and our well-being because, you know, we're, we're hiding a piece of ourselves. Um, from right. the world. So, right. you know, that does not bode well for setting you up and creating really good money habits going forward. Right. So you wrote this book, 
to address those money habits that we had created through our families and through growing up and some of the mistakes that we know are and mistakes that we make sometimes because we just simply don't know better. So uh, I'll tell you a funny story that I was having to buy tires. And, you know, we're all like hand-me-downs with this this management of life. As a new uh, working woman, uh, I was buying my first set of tires because Dad had always bought tires. I hadn't. And so I went in and I asked six men about what kind of tires they would like. And, of course, I came out with to- with six totally different brands of tires, you know. And it, it was so frustrating because I thought at least I'd have a consensus and I could go buy my tires. But the gist of the story is, you know, it's it's kind of like you are creating your own story. And those six men all had six different opinions, So today our advantage is that we can go to a book like this, not to learn how to buy tires, because I don't see that as one of your chapters, but (laughs) (laughs) there are some other more important things in your book, like your first job, paying the bills, net worth, getting out of debt. Don't even get in debt. That would be the first advice. And Insurance. I mean, all of your chapters are so, um, uh, they're so basic. I mean, they're what we need to know, setting up our life financially. So I like the way you wrote the book. What was the idea of the, I mean, you really wanted this to be a primer almost. I did. I mean, part of being a financial planner is looking at the various areas of somebody's life. And mm-hmm. most of those areas touch money. So, you yes. know, the insurance piece, um, that's protecting the wealth that you have. Uh, but mm-hmm. that can be its own complex specialty in and of itself. Um, and nobody comes into this world understanding what a deductible is and a copay and, uh, you know, stop loss is and all of these terms that get created in these specialized little segments. Um, and then you, you go to buy insurance. It's like you go to buy tires. I don't know what yeah. the steel belting is and the grooves and the ridges and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, and mm-hmm. so when you don't know and you go and you get six different opinions, then what? Yeah. You know, do you, do you just throw a dart? Um, mm-hmm. You go try to find a seventh and see if mm-hmm. it matched up. Uh, and that's right. kind of how we go through and do financial decisions. We might ask somebody, what is a deductible? What's the right deductible for me to pick on my car insurance or my homeowner's insurance? Uh, what kind of coverage do I need? And maybe the person that you ask knows the answer, and maybe they just toss out whatever comes to mind. So yeah. I really wanted to try to explain what some of this stuff means so that when you are talking to an insurance agent or you're talking to a realtor about buying a house or you're talking to an attorney about what sort of legal documents that you need, you mm-hmm. have some basic vocabulary to get the conversation going so that you can at least start uh, understanding what, what decisions need to be made and what are the pros and cons. Because the one thing I can tell you about money and money decisions is not, there is no one thing that is right for every person in every situation. 
Uh, Everything is different. And what is mm -hmm. great for you at age 20 is not great for you at age 50. And what's great when you're married might not be great when you're divorced or when you have kids or if you don't. So Mm -hmm. all of these things have pros and cons. There's always a trade-off. If I want to save a lot for college, I can't save a lot for retirement. There's only so many dollars. So what I want to do is just at least expose you to, you know, what are the choices and what are some of the pros and cons and what are some mm-hmm. situations where one option might be better than another option? Uh, because ultimately you do have to get to the point of, of uh, relying on some experts and making an informed decision based on your current situation. Right. Yeah. Well, y- you have... I want them to be able to go. Your website is just excellent for this book. And could you tell us your website so that they can go to directly and see the different categories and see some of the other benefits that you have there for them? Absolutely. Uh, It's www.graduatesguidetomoney.com graduatesguidetomoney.com. And when you get to the website, if they will look on the blog page, Mm -hmm. uh, the most recent blog that I did is about the money story. And there is a free gift on the website and that blog uh, that takes uh, the the person through the money story. It helps them, Mm -hmm. guide them through understanding their own money story, um, identifying the beliefs, that are accompanying that story and then setting themselves up for some better beliefs going forward so that they can have a happy ending uh, when they get, you know, down the road uh, at the end of their story. So, you know, I encourage everybody to go. Again, it's www.graduatesguidetomoney.com. Click around, check it out, and then look at that blog post, and there's a free PDF download uh, for anybody that wants to get it about the money story. Oh, that's great. But this would kind of be even a primer prior to maybe going and finding somebody to help you with your planning or what other other financial needs. I mean, I I think probably the very first um, person I used was an accountant because I knew nothing about putting my tax return together. And um, this would would this help somebody if they were even going to be talking to an accountant? Absolutely. I have a whole section about income taxes. Talk about <laughs> fun reading, folks. Let's get that income tax chapter. Start um, early. But where the IRS <laughs> Yeah, where the IRS bores you to death with line this and multiply by that. I kind of take you high level through how yeah. does this some tax thing work? Um, so it's not boring. It's quick. You can go through to see how the game is played. So you uh-huh. have a much better chance of doing well at the game if you know how it's being played, what are the rules. So that's kind of the tax chapter. I also yeah. am talking about jobs. I talk about payroll taxes and, you know, the, uh, the other types yeah. of taxes that we're exposed to so that, you know, knowledge is power. Yes. And the more that you know about these subjects, 
the more um, of an informed discussion you can have with whatever financial professional you're talking to, whether it is an accountant about your return, whether it's your insurance agent about, you know, your homeowners and your car insurance or life insurance, um, or attorneys. You know, you want to be knowledgeable and have some basics um, to get you started so that you even know the questions to ask. You know, have you right. ever heard that? I don't even know what to ask because yes. I, yeah. I just don't know anything. You know, nuclear right. physics. I don't even know what to ask a nuclear <laughs> physicist. Uh, yeah. And many people are that way about their accountant. I just kind of go in, I dump my stuff, I write a check, and I, you know, thank heavens that it's all done for another year. Um, <laughs> yeah. So trying to get a little bit of a little bit of understanding in a fun you know, kind of fun way, because I, yeah. I, I make a few jokes throughout. So. Now, if somebody wanted to buy the book, do they buy it from your website or go to another website? Um, you can buy the book on graduatesguidetomoney.com, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I encourage you to, to do there and click away. Um, there is also a Kindle version and a print version on Amazon. So you can oh, wonderful. Person, uh-huh. you can uh, you can head on over to Amazon, but definitely check out my website and uh, make sure you get your freebies. There's also on the landing, you know, the homepage. There's a, a place to sign up, and you can get uh, my alerts. Because uh, mm-hmm. one of the things I'm I'm looking to launch next year is um, is some classes, online training where people can call in, get um, you know, get information, and I can help walk them through the book. So that will be coming. So um, please sign up. I promise I am not emailing you every day. It's, it's like a once a month. I'll send out, you know, some good information that I think will be valuable. Oh, um, I think so that would be wonderful, even if you could have just a discussion on these different topics. You know, I think that would be really a great tool and support to people that read the book. So, oh, I applaud that. I think that's great. Well, we're going to take a brief break here, and we will be back to talk more about the money game and to understand that it's not quite the mountain that we thought it was, that it was portrayed to us maybe by what we'd learned in growing up. It's really something we can grasp, we can put our hands around, and we can manage, and we can create our own money hill, hill ourselves. So stay tuned. We will be back with Tana Dilgay, Dilgilday, (laughs) and we will talk more about The Graduate's Guide to Money. So don't go away. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Are you ready to start rocking that woohoo that only you do? Because Lisa Stedman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke and empower you to bring out that inner woohoo. Lisa is an internationally acclaimed best-selling author. She is a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of Woohoo Inc. and the Woohoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boohoo and turn it into woohoo. Get rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off 
the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woohoo that only you do in love, life, and business. She is going to be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Hey kids, do you think you're creative? Do you want to be? Don't have enough time for your arts, crafts, and hobbies? Or do you just need a kick in the pants? Hi, I'm Mark Lipinski, the host of Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski right here on TogiNet Radio. Come on and join me every Wednesday afternoon for some creative inspiration and two of the fastest fun-filled hours of your week. Hey, need ideas? How about a little motivation and a lot of inspiration? Join the fun on Creative Mojo with me, Mark Lipinski. I'm here live every Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific, right here on toginet.com. Now what are you waiting for? Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Tana and I were talking today, and Tana Gilday, and she is a financial planner and writer and has written this fabulous book called Graduate's Guide to Money. Now, we have looked at her blog page, which is really well worth visiting, but we were talking about her book and looking at some of the chapters. I love each one of these chapters because they're so they so easily to relate to, such as your first job, buying a house, debt, taxes, insurance. But there's one here, chapter called Money Mistakes, and who hasn't made a mistake I, for one, have made mistakes. So, Tana, tell us about some of the situations or uh, that you talked about in that chapter. Um, well, I'm the queen of money mistakes, um, and and a real common one, especially for us today, is the uh, the it's only five bucks syndrome. Ah, yes. So you get in yes. the store and you're, mm-hmm. um, you know, you go in for one thing. And um, pretty soon you're $200 at the checkout because everything you put in there was it's only five bucks. It's only right. 10 bucks. Yeah. So we need to take that. And once you can identify, oh gosh, that's me. I do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Then you start becoming aware of it and you mm-hmm. make a plan for it. So when I go to the store now, cause, oh my goodness, that is just my worst Thing ever. I just constantly am that way. So what I try to do is reverse that thinking to say, instead of it's only five bucks going into my buggy at the store, mm-hmm. I try mm-hmm. to say it's only $5 going against my debt. And if yes. you can get that shift in your, in your brain that the little things add up quickly yes. and mm-hmm. that if we make them add up on our savings account or on our debt balance instead of into our buggy, man, will that make a big difference over time? 
um, because that really, that is a big one. And, you know, you're not going to change these habits overnight. The goal is let's get it into our conscious mind so that we're at least aware. Because now when I say it's only X dollars, Mm -hmm. I trigger something because I'm like, you idiot, listen to that. What are you doing? <laughs> and so I had that little point. Now I poke fun at myself. Come on, girl, you're better yeah. than that. You know that's a trap. So get yourself in that mindset. The other one is, do you remember the horrid little girl on Willy Wonka? I want an Oompa Loompa now. So what I've trained myself to, whenever I say I want a... New car, new house, better this, bigger that. I hear that Oompa Loompa girl and, <laughs> and have that bratty little voice because that little bratty girl lives in every one of us. Right. And now when I say I want a, I finish the sentence with Oompa Loompa. And uh, then that shakes me out of my moment. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So get these little triggers so that you start recognizing Where do I overspend? What situation do I regret? Mm -hmm. Because when we regret something, that's a message to say, hey, wake up. Let's not do that again. We don't have to beat ourselves over the head with it constantly. You don't have to, you know, curl up in a ball. You just have to go, hey, this is telling me to pay better attention next time. So try to find those things that you do that you look back and go, oh, crap. I shouldn't have done that, and and turn it around. Find your catchphrase that will wake you up because we right. just get in these habits. We're we're unconsciously doing things, throwing stuff in the buggy, pulling through the you know the drive through, stopping in for another expensive cup of coffee. Oh um, yes. So just just be aware of it. Once you're aware of it, you can change it, and you can yeah. pick a different approach. Um, so a great thing to do is if, uh, number one, with all those little impulse things, you have to pay cash. No yes. swiping. Yeah. So then yeah. when you pull that five out, you say to yourself, do I want five on this cup of coffee or could I put five in an envelope for my savings or to buy something I really care about? Maybe yeah. I really care about having a vacation or taking a trip to see my grandkids or, you know, I need a new something that's a little bit bigger and more out of reach. Let's mm-hmm. trade. Instead of this $5 cup of coffee today, I'm going to put that in an envelope and I'm going to earmark it for something that's really important to me. Because uh-huh. probably the $5 cup of coffee isn't that important. We're not going to remember that two minutes after we throw the cup away. True. But we just we just traded our energy for something that really wasn't that important. You know, mm-hmm. the, the shiny thing that you throw in the buggy is probably not that critical. You know, you're going to lose it or break it or, or forget about it um, when you get home. So it is thinking of really what are the important things that I want my money to go toward um, right. and trying to trade out yeah. so that it's not going to these little trinkets that aren't that important to us. But it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's focusing on what really matters in your life. And that's how you sort of turn those mistakes into learning and to making a different choice next time. Right. Well, I 
I notice so many times, uh, and I have caught myself doing this, and I see it so much in the younger generation, where we do reach for that credit card way too much. And then instead of, because we want immediate gratification, I want to have that thing, that shiny thing, and pay credit for it now, and then Instead of saying, I'll get the cash and then I'll buy the shiny thing and putting that coffee money in the envelope to buy the shiny thing, whatever it is. Right. Uh, it's right. just a it's just a constant retraining of yourselves. But I see a lot of that in the younger generation, probably primarily because they've been watching us, you know, do it. Absolutely. Because we're the credit and look card generation. At the well, and look at the billions of dollars being spent to try to get your money. Advertisements yeah. are everywhere. You deserve this. Yeah. Pay for it later. All mm-hmm. these messages that are saying now, 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 and and we just get caught up in it because we're bombarded. So if you kind of look at that as a game mm-hmm. uh, of the, of somebody trying to reach in your wallet, and go, mm-hmm. hey, wait a minute, man! I don't want you. I don't want you in my wallet. Don't yeah. you get out of my wallet? I'm saving for something that's important to me. I'm saving to see my grandkids. I'm saving to go on a trip with my friends. Um, and and look at it as as sort of me against the world, me against the marketers um, mm-hmm. who are constantly just trying to get in your wallet. Right. I sort of used another strategy that I'm going to share. I started when I bought something, if I didn't pay it off, I used the 18% or whatever your interest rate is and multiplied it toward it. So it showed that the price of what I thought was 2000 was really now 2035, 2036, whatever it is. So that really the yeah. good deal that I got wasn't a good deal because I put it on a credit card and it got to be a big deal. Absolutely. <laughs> So. Absolutely. And if you look at your credit card balance, if you're, if, you know, for people who don't pay off the credit cards every month, look back and try to re- recount what makes up that balance. And I bet you'll find that most of the stuff making up the balance every month is really mm-hmm. not what you would call your most important use of money. It's probably right. not. Yeah. Um, but, but that's a great way of looking at it because if something's on sale for 20% off, but you're paying 20% interest on the credit card, it's not really You lost really your sale. sale. <laughs> well, Tana, you lost your sale. Yeah. Tana, your book is so awesome. I mean, it just needs to be in everybody's hands that manages money, whether they're developing or they're they're recorrecting or whatever they're doing to their money picture. So tell us, please, how they can get your book, because I want everybody to have a copy. Well, I do, too. <laughs> and they, the best way is to go to my website, graduatesguidetomoney.com. Uh, you can go to that website, and right on the front page there, you'll see where you can buy the book, and I'll get it shipped out to you right away. If you want the Kindle version, then definitely go to Amazon.com and um, search for The Graduate's Guide to Money, and uh, and you can download it, of course, right there. It's a great Christmas gift, holiday gift. You know, that's all coming up. 
So for people who, you know, know people who are struggling with money or who suddenly had to take that over, um, and it's a great gift, you know, for themselves as well to, to start getting some information in a really safe, comfortable way um, mm-hmm. where you can make your own plan. And, and right. I guide you through that in the last section, make your own plan, graduatesguidetomoney.com. Yes. Well, I'm going to get the, I did not in my research do the, the PDF that you give us at, on this website. But not only that, but I loved your blogs. They all were so imp- pertinent to what we deal with. And I'm looking forward to your courses and your newsletter, which I hear you're going to be putting out. Um, yeah. All of this is good information for us. So, um, what are what, yeah. do you have an ETA on on the uh, courses or spring fall? What are your? Um, well, we'll start getting the newsletter out. The target date is in January, so definitely get right. your name on that um, mailing list. You'll see that coming up, and we're going to be doing month by month different um, tips and tricks to get you uh, get those money beliefs turned around, get your financial situation you know on the track that you want it to be on. So that's definitely yeah. coming in January, and then probably uh, second quarter of next year, around the March April time frame, uh, we'll be launching some you know the, the webinars and um, small groups, which I'm real excited about. We'll get a small group to kind of go through the book together, have some accountability and the ability to, um, you know, talk with me and ask your specific questions. So get on the mailing list. Uh, I will not bombard you with with junk in your your inbox, I promise. And uh, we'll we'll be hooked up for next year. Well, Tana, you have been an outstanding guest. The information you brought us today is just life-saving. It really is. It's what we need to know to take control of our money picture, to get our confidence going and know that we can change our picture. So I thank you very much for being with us. Next week, come back for Second Wind. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at 